0: Before we jump into this interview with Crystal, I wanted to give a bit of a background for it. We actually recorded this maybe six months ago and a lot has changed since then in the way that Crystal and I actually now work together and Crystal is an amazing part of the circle of She. She is a brilliant human who is so authentic and raw and real and brings a little bit of magic with her. She's the kind of person that you can just makes you she actually helps you to feel more comfortable in your skin just just by she just walks her talk and she's an incredible human so I really hope that you enjoy this little glimpse into who Crystal is and of course if you want to to connect with her more find her on her socials and also join the Circle of She it's $22 a month and you get to connect with her all the time and she's worth that alone so Anyway, I hope you really enjoy this and thank you so much, Crystal, for being part of this. Hi, I'm (laughs) Edith Welcome (laughs) to She Has Seen, the podcast. The She Has Seen podcast aims to open up deep and nourishing conversations that encourage us to slow down and be present in this moment and to shift shame by sharing stories. She Has Seen is about the real, raw and wild truths of the women we walk with it's about shifting perspectives and drowning out the noise that keeps us all too busy. It's about really creating some time and space to awaken the wisdom that lives within each of us, and it's a beautiful reminder that you are enough, exactly as you are in this moment. Today, I'm recording on Ghana Rui, and we've been joined by Crystal Adwin, who is a self-love and embodiment coach. Crystal has had a pretty incredible journey to get to this point, but I think I'll leave that for her to share. <laughs> um, oh, thanks for that beautiful welcome. No worries. Thanks for being here.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm so excited for us to to delve into today and, and to share in this space together. Um, you have such an amazing work, and, yeah, I really appreciate that warm welcome.
0: You're very welcome. Can you tell us a little bit about your personal journey and Kind of what's brought you to this place and in this moment? I guess even it's a little bit how we've connected. So, so I guess
1: from my journey, uh, it, it is a long one, so I'm going to condense it. And basically, it started from when I was younger. I always felt like I didn't fit in. I always felt like I was ugly, I wasn't good enough, and that nobody liked me and that I was going nowhere in life. And, I guess through my, my personal journey when I was younger, I also incorporated that into my body. So I'd always judge myself and think that I was fat and overweight. And yeah, I'd be really, really harsh on myself. And that really led me down to a dark space after entering into a relationship that was quite toxic. And I decided that I didn't want to live here anymore. And I went through a bit of a period of my life where I tried to leave it, tried to leave this, this world essentially. And, um, it was very, very hard for me. And when I realized I couldn't go through with it, I internalized a lot of shame and I just felt so low like I was going nowhere and, and I just turned to food and from turning to food I ended up putting on weight and then I ended up in a relationship and then I isolated myself I didn't see my friends and I became the heaviest at that point and from there I remember going to a fitting room and crying because of how much weight I'd put on and I was trying to pick an outfit for my birthday and none of my usual sizes fit because I isolated myself for you know, quite a while. When I went in there, I, I I was really confronted with how much weight I had put on and I just went into a bit of a spiral mentally. But I never told anybody I would just wipe the tears away and put a smile on my face and act like there was no problem. And from there, I ended up going into the decision to lose weight. And I reached out to a friend who was a personal trainer at the time and I committed to doing training. And that was the first time in my life I ever felt like I was capable of doing something, like I could actually achieve something. And so I decided to become a personal trainer. And from being a personal trainer, I felt like I needed to be really, really fit and healthy. And I couldn't seem to <laughs> not – uh I couldn't seem to stick to a, uh, like, a weight loss training regime or, like, eating program. So I committed to doing a bodybuilding competition. By this time, I'd lost 20 kilos. <laughs> it took an extreme <laughs> – Yeah, I know. I was just taken to the stream. I'm just like next level. (laughs) But really at the time I was just like, you know, nothing seems to work. I can't do this. I need to force myself into this extreme thing, which scares me because I don't want to stand on stage being fat. So I have to, I have to really work hard at this. I don't want to be disappointed in myself. So that's, that's where the extreme side came in. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, then I, I entered into a bodybuilding competition, six months of like extreme, uh, dieting and also then extreme training. I was training for like three hours a day towards the end. And yeah, at the end I worked out that I was only on like 1,100 calories for that amount. And it was just like, I was so drained. It was, it was very hard but I just kept pushing through. And so I lost a total of 25 kilos within that time. And then a total of 45 kilos lost. I stood on stage the tiniest I'd ever been. I was a size six going from a size 18 and I was the most miserable. I was very disappointed that I wasn't skinny enough, that I wasn't lean enough, that, yeah, (laughs) still the same. (laughs) And that I didn't, I didn't have more muscle tone and I was so disappointed. I felt like I was a failure. And from there, I ended up going home and binging. I had stashed a whole bunch of chocolate through my comp prep time just to get me through. I convinced myself that, you know, I'll eat it when it's done. And yeah, and I went into a a really depressed state really low and I just isolated myself again and started eating and going to all the restaurants I wish I had while I was on my diet and within a period of three months just stacked on uh, an excessive amount of weight which is 55 kilos and then therefore became the heaviest I'd ever been and so yeah from there I ended up getting to the point where losing weight wasn't the answer being skinny wasn't the answer I still felt not confident not beautiful enough not good enough and I just didn't know what else to do. And then I started to turn to mindset and I really delved into that journey. And one particular retreat, I looked in the mirror at the heaviest I ever been and I said to myself, if hating myself got me here, what would loving myself look like? And from there, that changed my entire life. And I embarked on the self-love journey, which is another story in itself. But that's, that's why I love what I do because self-love saved me. When I thought that there was no way to change how I felt about myself.
0: So yeah, wow. So it's been a pretty incredible journey, and it's a, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing that we like put. Um, I can relate to parts of what you're saying, and we put such an emphasis on how much we weigh, and somehow contort that and equate that to what our value is in society. And I think I think yes. it's, we've got like a there's a weird dialogue that's so insidious and we're all marketed to to tell us we're not good enough all the time we need to change these things is there are there parts of that that you relate to does that open up some thoughts for you
1: uh yeah in the past it was definitely the the same I don't feel that same way anymore it has taken a lot of work I mean I've been on the self-love journey for about six years now but it was previously like me every single day. So if I put on 0.1 of a kilo, my whole day was ruined. I was so yeah. upset. I was ashamed. And then I would go harder in the gym and I would restrict my food even more to the point where sometimes I wouldn't eat.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it was, it was definitely an extreme way and I, I didn't realize how much I was being, I guess, marketed to and and also how much was in my world growing up of how women should look and and what beauty is and if we don't look like that then we don't measure up and nobody would find us attractive and we're not worthy and we don't have anything to offer and I guess I lived that for all of my teenage years into early adulthood until I decided to, to change the way that I viewed myself and change the way that I be- viewed beauty and my body uh, and really reclaim my power because uh, I was giving over my power to everybody else's opinion of me and worrying about what everybody else thought about me and what society thought about me instead of valuing what I think about me and changing the way that I view myself. So yeah, the the marketing and the the magazines and you know the the actors and all of that sort of stuff, I was always comparing my body and, and when I was younger I was a size like eight. Yeah. But, but I thought I was like an elephant and yeah. everybody else was skinnier. <laughs> you know <laughs> yep yep i do know yeah so yeah it's it's definitely a journey but reclaiming our power around our body is so important
0: yeah definitely yeah and i think really it's it creates it creates space for other people to do the same thing and in a in a weird way hopefully this next generation that are coming up are going to kind of learn by osmosis that's my theory on that one that if we can accept ourselves, they're not getting it implanted into them, that there's something wrong with them as well. But it's all pretty big stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we get to pass down a message of self-acceptance and and that we're worthy just as we are. We don't actually have to do or be anything, you know. That's such a valuable –
0: yeah, it's so powerful. And and it's just –
1: yeah, this is endless how much uh, value this can change in society, isn't it?
0: Yeah, definitely. When you get lost in your own self doubt, have you got some tricks or methods or different ways that you've learned to pull you out of that state? Yes,
1: yes, yes. Uh, Self doubt has been something that has been very hard to navigate through. Um, But the tools that I found very, very potent is um, reminding myself that it's only natural to have doubt. But I can also find the the part of me that is capable of navigating through unknown territory. So I remind myself of, you know, I've faced time and time again, things that I had no idea about, that I had a lot of doubt around and I didn't believe in myself, but I managed to pull through. So I will often reference things that I've done in the past or even just like got out of bed and and you know applied for that job or whatever it was when I was younger just starting to remind myself that I am capable of doing things even when I don't feel like it and that yeah. um, feeling doesn't have to keep going into my everyday life it's just a a reminder that I it's not bad to feel any self-doubt self-doubt is a part of not knowing something and then choosing to lean into that and growing and finding your personal path and taking a step forward. So I just remind myself that um, self-doubt is a very normal feeling um, and that I don't know what I don't know and I'm excited to explore the unknown and just take one step at a time and that I've done it before and I can do it again. So it's really more about like self-talk and self-motivation and connection and bringing a passing <laughs> forward, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense to me. Cause I don't know if it's the same for you, but all that, you know, the self acceptance journey stuff we can, for me, I feel like we can know all of that and really on some level, like really know it, but we've still got little triggers in us that can get lipped and then can be easy to step back into the space of going, oh, my pants are too tight and I probably need a bigger top on today. So it's important to have those little skills that you can clip in, click into. To, do you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. I love and the skills are just like so um, so important because it's even like reminding ourselves like you know if our pants are too big and and we we go into a bit of self doubt around that or you know believing that we're not worthy of showing up uh, to a party or to. To mm-hmm. uh, work function or something because our pants are too too small. It's knowing that that does not detract away from our worth, and that just because we can't fit into those pants doesn't mean that we have to make it mean something about us personally. It's just feedback, and it's not a bad thing. It's just a reminder that we get to support ourselves and really look after our health and nurture ourselves. And you know, weight's not a bad thing. There's no shame around that, and really owning it.
0: Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Is there something you wish you knew when you were younger? Uh, Something that pops into mind? Yes, there is. So
1: I guess on the theme of like the journey, it is if I could go back and tell the younger me one thing, it would be that you are worthy. No matter what anybody else says to you, any bullies or any mean comments or anything like that, you are always worthy even through it all and that you are unique and your beauty is yours to own and you can feel it and be it and admit it anytime you like and yeah, just a reminder that you are loved no matter what.
0: They're all really good ones. (laughs) Thanks. Quite massive. I I don't know how you convey that to a like, you know, your fourteen year old self, but but yeah, so important. You don't have to you don't have to. I was thinking when you were saying that as well, like you, I think when we're younger and you touched on it a little bit earlier in the conversation, when we're younger, we think we have to be some certain way to be loved and yes. especially in a relationship context. And I think in, in my experience, the more you are that ideal of what you think you need to be, the wronger the relationship is you're likely to get yourself into. It. <laughs>
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a great res like a resonating statement there.
0: <laughs> I've been chosen for all the wrong, wrong reasons. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, and it feels false too. Like you know, if we're not showing up as our authentic self, there's just something that feels off. And it's just like, you know, we could go our whole lives putting on this mask and trying to be something that we don't feel really connected to on the inside just to be loved and what we believe to be loved and accepted by others. But what really is the game changer is loving and accepting ourselves and letting our authentic self shine and knowing that we are able to just be ourselves through life and those who who resonate with that will come in. And those who don't, it's okay. Not everyone has to like us. Yeah everyone's kettle of fish <laughs> we don't have time for everybody or to be friends with everybody anyway
0: so <laughs> no that's us- a huge lesson that one
1: oh yeah so, so it's such a big one and like that that'd be another thing I'd tell my younger self is like not everybody has to like you and that's okay the only thing that matters is loving yourself unconditionally through it all and and you're always gonna have times where things won't go to plan or there's mistakes or you fuck up basically but at the end of the day it is uh all perfect uh, because it's all meant to be whatever your journey is and uh you're still in love through it all yep love it
0: i like where that one went (laughs) (laughs) me too (laughs) i love it just quickly if you are ready to start honoring your truth and step into a new way of living in embodiment connected to all that is Standing with and in nature and really owning the skin that you're in and recognizing yourself for how amazing you are. If you've got anxiety you need to drop, mind clutter and you're really just ready to be inspired by incredible humans weaving their magic in the world, come and join us in the Circle of She Membership. It's what makes everything about She is seen possible and the value is ridiculous it's just $22 a month you'll be inspired by amazing humans all the time and get to be part of our incredible community head to she we would love to welcome you as a member this one's a bit wafty we talked about it but just before the podcast started but Is there a splice of wisdom that lives within you that you could share, maybe something that's been passed down your lineage or through your ancestry or even just a deep inner knowing that you think possibly came from somewhere that you've got a connection to that you don't know about?
1: Yeah, I I think uh, this question is such a great question to ponder on because my uh, family and I weren't very close and I didn't have a lot of uh, closeness with, family growing up and didn't spend a lot of time with my family at all so for me I guess it was observing my parents and you know my mom and my grandma and and the family I guess and seeing that we are strong even through life's traumas and life's you know times where we don't think we're ever going to be able to get through that we are still capable Even when we doubt ourselves, we're still capable because we have a 100% success rate of getting through the darkest times of our life because we're here now. (laughs) So we can still that moving forward. So even when we feel really low and we don't know if we're going to get through it, it's a reminder that we've gotten through the darkest days. So I guess, you know, from my lineage, it's like we could experience the darkest days, but we will still rise again. And uh, I guess that's a deep and annoying that I've got that strength in me and it will always come through.
0: Yeah, that's quite beautiful.
1: Thank you, thank you. My heart feels very uh, warm and also sad because it's just like remembering, you know, what my family have been through, and and uh, yeah, using that wisdom to to remind me that we're we're all capable, no matter how yeah. hard, hard it is.
0: Yeah, and and you know, not not too far in our history, women were treated in a very different way. The yes. what we are now, and there's yeah, the stories of our ancestors would be fascinating, I think. But yeah, so that's a <laughs> yes. really beautiful way of looking at it. Thank you, I appreciate
1: that. And then I've, I've, I've fully received that. And yeah, you're so right with our ancestry. I mean, like, yeah, women have come so far, haven't we?
0: Yeah, definitely. If someone for, I was thinking to share one last little bit of your wisdom with us. Um, if someone listening is struggling with their own self worth at the moment, have you got like a pick me up that you think could help them, or whatever pops into your head for that? <laughs> There's so much. <laughs> Go mean, for it. This is what I do every day. <laughs> you can either um, share. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <I> just like. <laughs> The starting of like a, a reminder I guess from the theme of today is that you're capable like that the, the dark days and the, the, the moments where you don't feel like you're worthy they don't detract away from who you are innately on the inside and that even when you don't want to get out of bed and I mean I've gone through my fair share of like just not being able to get out of bed not having showers for days not washing my clothes binge eating watching tv for days on end months on end and you know even through it all i i uh i still had something that was in me that knew that i could grow and that i that it'd be okay even if i didn't fully believe it so mm-hmm. if you're going through a, t- a tough time or anyone listening is um not feeling worthy in this moment just know that this is a season in your life and that this too shall pass yeah. and it's okay to feel how you feel and to reach out um for support you know whether that is uh, a mentor a friend a family member or someone you feel safe with just reach out for support because there are so many I've worked with so many women and every single person who's come into that space together has felt the same and then when they connect with someone who feels the same they're like oh my god I'm not the only one that yeah. feels this same. and it it helps and it really does help having that support system And knowing that the worth and and the belief that you're not worthy is just an emotion, it's just a feeling, and that can change. And we can really access those those feelings of happiness and joy and self-love through deep diving into ourselves and meeting ourselves deeper and seeing the beauty of the unique masterpiece that we are, because, like, same as art, you know, our own unique soul, our own unique person, and beauty is in the eye of the beholder and worth is in the, the eye of the beholder and uh, you hold that power. So if you're feeling low, you hold the power to really rise and you may not feel like rising today, but tomorrow you can just take one step and you don't have to jump into it and create a whole life change. Just doing one thing for yourself right now, even if it's getting up and brushing your teeth, going for a shower, whether that's just putting your pants on and going outside and, just laying down in the grass or whatever it may be, those little things really help and it builds that momentum of knowing that you're worthy of nurturing yourself, loving yourself and caring for yourself even through your darkest days. So just one step at a time is what I would say.
0: Yep, very practical, which is what you need when you're in that space. So it's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing that I was thinking when you are saying that as well is on the top of the – she Has Seen Movement Facebook page, we've got a pinned post which has got resources to like 50 different organisations and counsellors and places that you can reach out. So if someone is listening and feeling really low, that is a great place to check in with. And also we're just in, by the time this comes out, we actually have a great group of resources that come out if you, if people want to join the She Has Seen mailing list, which there's links to on all of our socials we've got some really good domestic violence resources in there and some free gifts and different places to connect that come out over a period of a few days so it doesn't look like you're searching for domestic violence (laughs) services it's kind of like built into an email sequence so that's another thing but also I was just thinking where can people connect with you
1: so I hang out on Instagram. That's my jam. So it's at Crystal and Anguin is Angwin is A N G W I N, and Crystal is with the C. So I'll just spell it out: C R Y S T A L dot Angwin A N G W I N and you can find me in there. Um, I also have, uh, you know, uh, support as well, like if you want to reach out, anybody who's listening and, um, you know, use utilise any of my services, that is also a place where you can find everything on on uh, Instagram.
0: Yeah, we better make sure I've got links to your stuff on um, the Facebook page as well, on the She Has Seen Facebook page too. And I'll – thank you. And when when I do post this, I'll share all of your stuff as well with it. So – Thank you. Um, Thank- no worries. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening today. I really appreciate you being here and listening. We've created, I've just as I was just saying, we've got those incredible freebies if you'd like to join our mailing list, which are really packed full of some pretty awesome resources and free cute screensavers. But please subscribe and f- or favourite our po- the, pod, the She Is Seen podcast in your podcast app, and I'd love to keep, connect with you more. We've got some incredible offerings about to open up, and our, she's, our circle of she community is soon to open again with some really exciting developments. So pop Woo. your name on that mailing list. I know it's so excited. I told Crystal about them before. <laughs> <laughs> and, <So fun. laughs> and I really look forward to connecting with you all more. And thank you again so much, Crystal. It's really been a, actually quite a beautiful journey to have you here. I feel like you've really given a lot of. Yourself and some really valuable information. So thank you again. It's literally
1: my pleasure, and thank you for having me and and letting uh, this space be open to just really have a real conversation and and share that support out there. And what you do is amazing, Libby. And I love it. I love it. I love how empowered women are when they come and connect with you and work with you. It's just it's so amazing, and I'm very grateful to connect with you and be in this space. So thank you for having me.
0: No worries, and likewise, thank you. Thanks for listening to She Has Seen, the podcast. I would love it if you could subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating or review to help us grow this wonderful community, which you're welcome to join and be part of in whatever way works for you. You can connect with us more on the socials or online at She Has Seen Movement. We would love to hear from you, so reach out, get involved, and help us shift shame by sharing stories. Thank you for being here and showing up. This is your weekly reminder that you are enough exactly as you are in this moment. And actually, you're kind of amazing. So thank you, and we'll talk to you soon.